Can you pay off your mortgage with your nest egg without running out of money for retirement? I'm going to walk you through the numbers and the questions to help you decide if it's right for you. Two biggest expenses for most retirees is the mortgage and medical costs. Paying off your mortgage is one of the best things that you can do to prepare financially for retirement. Since my clients work the baby steps, most of them are working hard to pay that mortgage off early and definitely well before retirement. However, some people get a late start in life and when they arrive at that age where they're ready to retire, they still have a balance on their mortgage. They have some money in their retirement accounts so naturally they look and ask themselves, does it make sense to pull from that bucket of money to become debt-free completely? First off, you want to consider some key figures. First is other income sources. In retirement, what other sources of income do you have like Social Security, a pension, an annuity, rental income? What are those other sources and add them up? Next thing you want to look up is your current tax bracket and particularly what's your tax bracket when you go into retirement as you're pulling off those income sources. Next, you want to look up your retirement savings balance. What do you have all together across all of your IRAs and 401ks and other retirement accounts? Next thing is look up the mortgage balance, what's left on the mortgage to pay it off. And then on that mortgage, what is the current interest rate that you have? Paying off the mortgage with your nest egg has its pros and cons. So let's look at the benefits first. There are three in particular that I want to bring to your attention. First benefit is planning your estate. It's easier for your heirs to inherit a paid for home. It's nice and cleaner. There's also reduced expenses without the mortgage. Expenses are lower. There's more room in your budget and your portfolio can stretch much further through retirement. Lastly, you get greater equity in the home. If you're planning to make a move, you can roll that equity over to your next house, especially if you move someplace where the real estate is cheaper. Or if, say, later in life, you need to move into a nursing home, you have this asset that you can liquidate and use to cover the cost of your care. Now, paying off the mortgage with your nest egg also has its drawbacks, and I want to share with you three in particular. The first one is increased taxes. Pulling money from those tax-deferred accounts is going to increase your tax bill this year, and it can send you into a much higher tax bracket depending on the amount that you withdraw. The second drawback is the smaller retirement savings that you have. The immediate consequence, of course, is you're going to have less going into retirement, which means withdrawing less income from your portfolio. The third drawback is the loss of potential growth of savings. So not only do you lose what you take out today, but you lose also the amount that you would have had in five or 10 years if it stayed in your account and it kept growing. Now for some questions to help you decide whether to pay off the mortgage with your nest egg. There are four questions here that I put together and I want to share with you. So first question is, are you over age 59 and a half? If you are, then you don't have to worry about early withdrawal penalties when you pull money out of those retirement accounts. When you pull money from the tax-deferred accounts, your traditional IRAs or your 401k, you're going to have taxes on that. And from your Roth IRAs, you won't have any taxes on those withdrawals. Second question is, do you need income from your portfolio? And a sub-question of that would be, how much income do you need? When you consider those other income sources earlier, is there a shortfall between that and what your living expenses are? How much money do you need to pull from your portfolio each month and each year to supplement that? The third question is, in which tax bracket will the withdrawal put you? So earlier you looked at your current tax bracket. Now you consider 
how much money that you're going to pull, especially from a tax deferred account. When you factor that in, where do you land in terms of your tax bracket? And lastly, how long do you plan to live in your current home? This is an important question because your alternative to you pulling money out of your retirement accounts is to cash flow this right out of your budget. And so it helps to know whether you plan on being in your home for a short amount of time or if you plan on being there for several years. This question and topic comes up quite often for me, and I'm often chatting with people about this several times a year. I chatted recently with a couple that has about $300,000 in their nest egg with about $130,000 left on the mortgage. Their goal is to be fully retired in about a year. They're thinking of moving from California to the East Coast, but they don't have a firm date. They have family obligations that keep them in their current home, and so it makes it hard to nail down the timeline on when they want to move. But they have an idea of where they want to go, and so one thing that they're going to have to research is the cost of homes in that area and how much equity they can roll over from their current home into that home to see if they can land in that new place with a paid-for house. While they continue working, they'll continue to draw down that mortgage as much as they can. But the situation is still quite fluid, and it's a situation where we will have to keep revisiting that decision and keep looking at the numbers and tracking it over time. And that's the key thing here is that there's no cookie cutter solution here. Going into retirement debt-free is a great goal, but you also want your money to last. So this process will help you come up with the right plan for your situation, which is going to be unique to you and to you alone. It might be helpful to talk to a financial advisor and run the numbers, or at least have that conversation to get a second opinion to confirm the work that you've done and see if it's tracking. So I appreciate you taking the time to listen. I hope that this was helpful for you. And until next time, again, this is Barakat Khalili, your financial advisor. Discussions in this podcast should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and SmartPro Financial are not affiliated.